This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of Everyone Is Hot, the podcast that talks about your favorite stealth sex symbols and the film that turned you onto them. I'm Michael Stevens. And I'm Shelley Brooks. Now, Michael, we have a very exciting guest today who's a good friend of mine, and I'm very excited to have him here. <laughs> Would you like to tell everyone who we're going to be talking to? Oh, Absolutely. We are exhilarated by today's guest, playwright, writer of Patience at the Second Stage Theater, director of Artistic Development development at The Tank, Johnny G. Lloyd, everyone. Uh, wow. The children. Kids. The kids Clap, kids. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Trick this- loves the kids. Uh, oh, my goodness. Thank you for being here, Johnny. We're so excited to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm so nervous. Don't be nervous. I've found that I think I'm bad at podcasts, but I am good no. at being a homosexual. And so those two things do balance each other out. Um, so uh, I, you know, I think I, I think I'll do fine. But Johnny is being I'm very self-deprecating. Worried. I used to edit Johnny's podcast, and it was always a delight. I barely had to do anything. It was great. These are. <laughs> Eyes. Johnny's a professional, <laughs> folks. <laughs> now, Johnny, you gave us a truly like stunning list of options for your yes. crushes. Like yes, I yes. screamed progressively louder and louder each crush that I read. So <laughs> would you like to tell us which one we're going to be focusing on today and what movie we're going to be talking about? Yeah, you know, I think we're going to do uh, Eileen Brannon as Mrs. Peacock in Clue. <laughs> I think that's what we're going to do. It's such a good <laughs> choice. This, like, this is the kind of crush that this show exists for. Like, yep. this is our whole raison d'etre. 
We love this choice so much, Johnny. You fucking knocked it out of the park. <laughs> uh, thank goodness. I was so wor- I was I was so worried. No. There were so many choices. No. There were so many choices. There, there were too many choices. choices. There are too many. It's it's almost <laughs> as if everyone everyone is hot. You know, literally, you could have chosen. Truly. Yeah, it is like yeah. everyone is hot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I said, ah, like, oh, well, you You're just powering through. <laughs> and I was like, I, wait oh. a minute. <laughs> yeah, 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 you got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so honored I was here for the all my sons moment. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I love when they drop the title in a play. Oh, it's I the best. <laughs> they don't do it in enough plays or movies. You gotta do it. Come I on. want it all the time. <laughs> it's perfect. So yes, we will be talking about the movie Clue from 1985. Directed by Jonathan Lynn, who listeners might know from uh, My Cousin Vinny as well. A, little, a real little comedy guy. So we are very excited to talk about this for anyone who, <laughs> no offense, Michael, has lived under a rock and not seen. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's pump the brakes. Uh, there are a lot of movies out there. And this I w- will not. Uh, I will humiliate myself. Thank you very much. Um <laughs> I am an absolute fool for not seeing this movie, and I would like to blame my parents and siblings for not having a VHS of it. I am genuinely shocked. Like, this feels like one of the movies your dad would have shown you. It does feel like a movie that I would seek out myself, but it's not a movie yeah. that I would have, be- that, like, would have been around because, mm. I don't know, like, my there were a lot of things that I was not allowed to watch. Uh, because I was a Catholic child. and Which is insane, because your dad had you watching Reservoir Dogs as, like, a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah, but if there were, like, titties or anything like that, then he would, co- he would like, cover oh, the screen. And there so are, are so, there's, there like, are great titties in this movie. There's t- there's ass, there's cake. Every single person. There's every, every single person. Every kind of dessert you could possibly imagine. This is um, also the most Catholic thing I've heard about your family, that your dad would let you see the blood and gore in Reservoir Dogs oh, yeah. and no titties. Yeah, yeah, It makes sense. <laughs> it checks out. It checks yep. out. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> so as we were saying, for anyone who, through no fault of their own, Thank has you. not seen the classic comedy, Clue, would you like to tell the listeners what Clue is about? Six black male victims are invited to an isolated mansion by a man who knows a dark secret from each of their pasts. On arrival, each is given a pseudonym, drawn from Clue before being introduced to the blackmailer. Each is handed a weapon, at which point the lights are switched off and the blackmailer is killed. Can the guests uncover the murderer before they all become victims? definitely heard that as six black male I 100% and I was like hey, this is a different movie <laughs> I mean, especially because I would dare say that this is definitely about six white people no, no, it's six <laughs> white people, white people. Are, it's a movie about how white people love to murder yeah they do <laughs> um, we recently did The House on Haunted Hill, and this is very uh, similar yes. to that movie in many ways. Very and it is also so. about six dumb white people who go to a house. 
Black people would not be in there. Would simply uh, not do this. Honestly, the least <laughs> believable thing about this movie is when the black policeman enters the house. He would leave. Like, would in the never. as well? Come on. It's like, oh my, so upsetting. Uh, I would have walked right the fuck out of there. Oh, y'all oh, doing yeah. your own thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Kind of weird shit is this? Absolutely uh, no. not. <laughs> not me. <All> right. <laughs> Adios. Uh. <laughs> Now, Michael, would you like to give us your synopsis of this movie? <laughs> so I have no synopsis of this movie. Um, uh, if there is one, this is the most horny film I have ever seen in my life. Um, and that's the that's the story. That's the synopsis. That's mm-hmm. the rising action climax. All that jazz. Um, <laughs> and I, I think that description works in multiple ways. Like, not only is it horny because everyone is pretty attractive. There are titties out everywhere. Also, all the people are horny. Christopher Lloyd. Yes. Everyone is everyone's so ass in this movie. So horny. <laughs> there it are was... so many people putting hands up skirts. <laughs> now, I do not recall, but is this, this is PG? This is PG, right? I think so. It because was a different so, time. Yeah. You would need parental guidance, I think, uh, during some of the moments to be like, hey, this is what adults do sometimes. Yeah. It's absolutely <laughs> fine. Let's enjoy the rest of this comedy. Because it yeah. is so fucking funny like oh my god no funny the jokes the jokes never stop it made me so stay jokes oh Oh, so good we love a farce we love people falling on the ground constantly (laughs) slamming doors come on oh my god runs i love a weird little run a weird run like a little like absolutely madeline khan queen of weird little runs she's killing it in this now Johnny, before we get into our main discussion, we'd like mm-hmm. to get a little warmed up. Got to get warmed up. Oh, wow. A little slick. Oh. Yeah. And we like to do that with something we call the sexy trivia game. Yes. Yes. The sexy trivia game. Michael, what is the sexy trivia game? Oh, it's a little foreplay for the listeners to get them real slick for some movie chatting. It is indeed. So we've got three pieces of trivia from the many, many pieces of trivia on IMDb. Yes. <laughs> There's a whole lot for this movie. Mm-hmm. But we've only got three for you today, listeners. And Michael, you want to start us off with something slick and sexy? Absolutely. Letter A. Jennifer Jason Lee, Demi Moore, and Madonna were mm. considered for the role of the Buxom French Maid event. Eager to earn the part, Darlene Camp went to her audition in a low-cut French maid costume, showing a lot of cleavage. In a 2013 BuzzFeed retrospective, writer and director Jonathan Lynn admitted that although he was impressed with Camp's comedic acting skills, it was her well-endowed figure that ultimately convinced him. As he said, there was no avoiding it. I love old Hollywood guys. Wow, terrible. <laughs> Absolutely disrespectful. Mm, so nice. Yeah. Johnny, would you like to give us number B? Of course. I feel like I should do a voice. I'm going to do, do a voice. voice. Oh, do yes. Voice, baby, do a voice. Three endings were shot, and a different one shown at each theater. Oh, yeah. All three were included on video. Ooh, multiple choice. DVD, however, aside from all three endings, also offers the option to play the movie with one randomly selected ending. Mm. In some cities, the newspaper print ads indicated which version, ending A, ending B, 
Caribbean show at the theater. Ooh, good voice. My nips are standing at attention. It's a voice. It's a voice. Now I'm going to finish us off. Number C. Tom Stoppard was initially approached to write the screenplay. He worked for a year before giving up and returning all of the money he had already been paid. Executive producer and story writer John Landis next approached Stephen Sondheim and Anthony Perkins, both of whom asked for far, far too much money. Oh, man. You gotta, oof. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We're just shot right out of that one. Okay, we're done. (laughs) I blew my load, guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. It happens to the best of us. No. I need to go back really quickly, not to be a downer and also not to um, potentially spoil our trivia game, but I have to go back to the first piece of trivia that Jennifer Jason Lee was considered for this movie when co-writer John Landis killed her dad two years prior. <laughs> what? Yes. What? Vic I, Morrow. I didn't know the timing oh, wow. or the relation. Oh. Holy well, moly. May, maybe this, maybe they were thinking casting long before, but this came out in 85. Yes. And the Twilight Zone movie was 83. Yes. Vic Morrow had already been helicoptered down by that time. Oh my oh God. My God. What the fuck? Hollywood is so fucked up. Look, I just thought it was an interesting piece of trivia. It is, it is. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to solve a murder. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it is fitting. Well, that's what we're here to do. This is, and welcome to Serial. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. Welcome to Hill House, Route 41. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that really stuck out to me. Oh, I'm hoping that they were considering this casting long before. Oh god, they were probably after. it was probably long before, hopefully. Oh, let's hope. Fingers crossed. But you know how fast things move in Hollywood. Um <laughs> God. Oof. Ah. Yeah, crazy stuff. I also love the last bit of trivia cuz this movie is chock full of theater dorks. Yeah. Yes. I love that they talked to Stoppard and Sondheim and Anthony Perkins. It feels like a stopper. It feel it has it has the DNA. It has the it. Yeah. noises off. Oh, oh it's got the noises off. It's got quality. the noises off. It's got the noises off quality. <laughs> and also the sound I can see. He loves a puzzle. Loved a puzzle. R.I.P. Steve. We love Steve. Uh, God, mm. I really love Number B uh, because mm. I didn't know. I watched this on. I watched this on DVD. And watched all three endings. Oh, does um, Jasmine have a DVD of it? She has a DVD. She collects DVDs and VHS tapes. Ooh. Thank My, you very much. Mm, Michael's cute gal pal. Favorite yep. movie. <laughs> My cute gal pal. <laughs> <laughs> she really is, though. <laughs> she is really cute. <laughs> oh, God. This is her favorite movie. So, wow, DVD. I love it. But I, I just, I love that they released all of the endings. That was my big question. I was like, how did yeah. people get to see all the endings? So, uh, releasing alternate endings. That's how you make some fucking money. That's right. how you apply but imagination. Also, why it flopped. Like, wasn't this yes. also... Oh, yeah, it was a huge flop. Why it flopped. Yes, the famous for why it flopped. Like, what's, the, what's the ending? I don't know. <laughs> and they couldn't, they couldn't like just John live Landis. in hotness. Yeah. They couldn't just live with the hot. They had to, like, <laughs> had to question. Just embrace the horniness, people. Yeah. But yeah, you, yeah. Were, you were thinking like John Landis, Michael, because apparently that no! was the plan. John, yeah. No! <laughs> oh, God, get me away no! from this helicopter. Yeah. Oh, God. 
My dark fate. Apparently, John Landis proposed the three different endings because he was like, we'll make more money, baby. They'll have to come back to see the other ones. Oh, God. And there was a planned fourth ending where the butler did it, uh, but it was too dark. So they ended up not releasing it because he gets Uh. torn apart by dogs. Uh, I mean, who's I? Who who said it was too dark? Was it was it John Landis? Maybe. <laughs> He's like, I've seen enough. Look, I've seen enough shit in my life. <laughs> I've caused enough horrors. Oh uh, god, what a piece of shit! I do like the idea that it, like the fourth ending is just actually a completely different movie. Like, yeah. it's like you know, like it's like it's like the butler's like, I did it, and like yeah. you know, like it's suddenly like, very serious, like very sad. You get a flashback of like the butler's childhood, you know, <laughs> and then like you see you see the dogs like kind of coming up, and you're right. like, oh god, the dog, you know, like it just gets very it gets very serious, very graphic, you know. Oof. Well, this, this is the other thing with that ending Oof. is that apparently in that version he poisoned all of them. So they all slowly die from being poisoned by the butler, and then he gets ripped apart by dogs. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, yeah, you know Landis wrote that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm, we don't like it. But anyway. We don't, anyway, like, it. <laughs> we don't like it very bad. No we good. Don't like it. But we no do good. like the endings that we do have, and we yes. do like this funny-ass movie. Now, uh, Johnny, you specifically chose Eileen Brennan, which... I love like this movie is full of, you know, sexy, horny people. Mm-hmm. She plays like the daffy older lady, which, man, what a good choice. What was it that made you choose Eileen Brennan specifically? OK, so I so obviously like there are lots of people you could have gone with. Right. Like mm-hmm. so, so many options. Like I, I mean, I personally would probably have gone for like. If I were thinking like a normal person, a normal person, <laughs> if I were if I were thinking like fully in my body, I would have probably mm. gone for a Professor Plum. Uh, mm. I, might, I actually probably would have gone for, I mean, like Martin Mull in this movie. Martin Mull. Martin Mull. Okay, no love. Is, yes. I mean, uh, oh, oh, dear. Um, but you know what? Okay, so so I've been thinking a lot about this. So um, mm. it's it's the glasses. It simply is yes. like like the the. Hottest thing I think a person can do is wear the wildest, have the wildest glasses on. (laughs) This is, I I feel very strongly about this. Like the weirder the glasses, if somebody is wearing them in a room, like the weirdest glasses is the hottest person because it's an energy, right? Like you have to be like, oh yeah, Yeah. no, this is just my signature look. Like we have have escaped the signature look era and like we need to go back to the signature look era and in a room full of signature look people to have the most signature look. Yes. Hot. Period. We should also, note yeah. that Johnny is wearing glasses that are like so hot. They are truly like <laughs> 70s movie producer, like, oh, statement glasses. We love. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's all about a statement glasses. Oh. And also, also to mm-hmm. be to be patterned. To be patterned, be patterned. And, to pull off, and to pull off being patterned when no one around you is patterned, that <laughs> takes some of the hot, like the hottest energy possible. I just think that she, like, she is like in the movie. She's just like she's she's owning that she is wearing like essentially like a series of mismatched curtains. Oh my you know, god! Yes. Like, I think is like truly. I mean, like it's Bushwick. It's yeah, giving it's Bushwick. Bushwick. Yes. It's giving Bushwick. It's giving Miss Frizzle. Um, yes. And, and Miss Frizzle is historically. I mean, it's. I mean, like she is the blueprint for Miss Frizzle, and Miss Frizzle is one of the hottest. Like we just Absolutely. know this to be true. This yes. we know this to be true. Oh, Absolutely. No argument. I also love that it sounds like your crush is actually the costume designer on this movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Yo, who's the costume designer? No, but designer? okay. But like, here's the thing: is that you can be. 
you can be well costumed and still not be hot. Because, like, the costume is wearing you. And I do think in this movie, Eileen Brennan is, like, wearing that costume, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes, it's true. Oh, my God. And also, it fits her like a fucking glove. Like, I know she's supposed to be, like, you know, the goofy older lady. But you see her sometimes in some of those shots, and you're like, ooh, look at that bod. Mm -hmm. Yo, wow. I love it. Also, I mean, she's an interesting choice because, you know, we are looking at actors who we feel like don't get enough love for being hotties on this show. But she was, like a real dime as a young person. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was like famously gorgeous. Original Irene Malloy in uh, Hello, Dolly on Broadway. I mean, come on. This I did not know. Johnny. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> I didn't uh, know that. Oh, you are breaking my heart. Uh, you a theater scholar? Are, are you kidding learning. me? We're all learning today. We're all learning today. I'm just not a dollyologist, I think, is the problem. Oh, this is the problem. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, I am I very really much a dollyologist. We got a dollyology episode. Oh my we god! Do. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all kinds of dollies. <laughs> Listen, it's... every like older broad who is like the best has played dolly. Yeah. So uh, dollyology is pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I got my PhD in dollyology. Uh. Oh yes, she was Miss Irene Malloy. She's saying ribbons down my back in that original production. Uh. Come on. Oh, uh. again, like I was saying. Lots of great theater people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I'm just going to put a, uh, just I'm raising my hand. Um, <laughs> the costume designer is mm-hmm. Michael Kaplan. I'm looking at his filmography right now. Mm-hmm. He's got some wild shit in here. Um, okay. Uh, Clue, Seven, Armageddon. <laughs> three, three movies that historically belong together in our party series. You know that famous movie? Clues oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've left some out, but uh, this motherfucker's been working a really long time. Wow. Um, yeah, That's and amazing. He's a beautiful human being, too. Um, if you Google his oh. visage. Oh. Oh, like his face, not like Oh, yes, 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 okay. yes, 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 yes. We're yes, not yes, talking yes. about doing community service. We're talking about... <laughs> no, 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 fuck about what he did on... God. You just said it with, like, such solemnity. I was like, no, no, oh, no, no, he no. must have, like, saved orphans. No, no, I was being very objective. I'm looking at his face and the bone structure, and he's an objectively mm. beautiful human mm. being. Mm. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. We love that. We yeah. love that. Yeah. <laughs> now, have you seen Eileen Brennan in other things, or is it just, like, this movie that, like, she really grabs you? You know, I am one of those people who, uh, well, there are, two, there are two secrets. The first secret <laughs> is that I, like, kind of hate movies. I ended up on this podcast. I know. This is why I was so nervous. Um, and so and so I, I uh, osmos movies often. Like, mm. I watch a lot of movie clips on YouTube, as one does. Um, sure. I'm currently going through, like, a big Western phase right now. Yes. And so okay, I'm trying absolutely. to, like, knock some Westerns out. Mm. Um, I read every, I read every synopsis for every film that's ever existed like this is reader. hilarious <laughs> I, love this. I am not a big movie person which means that i do not osmos who i'm watching in movies often like you can tell me and so i do think that i have seen other movies with yeah. Ellen Brennan in them but mm-hmm. i simply like i don't remember but now i'm like oh well you know what there is there is the internet so i can't answer this and like you know probably probably like uh i'm gonna guess one to three minutes um but oh gosh 
Ooh. I mean, she is what best known, like, I would say. What about, like, oh, yeah, murder by death? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> please. Oh, my God. I, I think murder. she would be best Ooh. known for our audience for the movie The Last Picture Show, the Peter Bogdanovich movie. Love Last Picture Show. It's a banger. Yeah. Uh, I do weirdly feel like, though, that I saw at least a part of Jeepers Creepers on television. <laughs> really? Oh, that seems right. Yeah. That's a movie you don't see in full. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I watched, like, a, a small, small chunk of Jeepers Creepers once god she's i'm looking at her uh her filmography right now mm-hmm. she was in something that we gotta watch called the cheap detective uh huh. a 1978 american mystery comedy film written by neil simon directed by robert moore starring our boy peter falk um <gasps> oh. she plays a character named betty de boop oh uh, yes, 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 yes yes i'm fucking sold we one are of the great 100% names. One of the great names. <laughs> Betty DeBoop. Oh my oh. god. Oh wow. Yeah, in Divorce American style, she did like multiple movies with Bogdanovich. Um, which one of my favorite things about uh Bogdanovich is I don't know if you guys ever watched um Documentary Now, that TV show. I've watched some episodes of it. There is <laughs> like two part season finale, I think for like the second season. Uh that's a parody of that movie The Kid Stays in the Picture. And Bogdanovich plays himself and he <laughs> says that he lost a bet and that's why he wears that stupid little ascot all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I like this guy. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> so it's really just in this movie that Eileen Brennan is like really. Yeah, in this yeah. movie, I mean, like also, you know, I mean, this is one of the horniest movies of all time. As yes. mentioned earlier, like I I do feel like, you know, everyone is Everyone is getting my attention in this movie, yes. just some more than others. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Yeah, all the boobs, all the boobs are beautifully oh, lifted. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the, my- I mean, like all the all the pants are the are pants. right, right great, and tight, right and tight. <laughs> oh, it's fabulous! Yeah, I know. It's like even even the characters that aren't supposed to be like the you know the va va voom ones, because obviously Miss Scarlet, played by Leslie Ann Warren. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, the the sexy one. And I remember I was thinking about this when I was rewatching this morning, but I remember as a kid seeing this and thinking she was so beautiful and so sexy and that like Madeline Kahn was old. And I watched I it today oh, and I was up. like, wrong, Madeline Kahn's so fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, just tits for days and that great bob. Ugh. Oh, the the bob. The bob. Come the on. Bo- that mean... wig is oof. It is pulling right. its weight. <laughs> it, it's a bob that makes me wish that we went back to the bob era. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. Eileen Brennan's got a beehive that makes me wish that we went back to the beehive era. Mm-hmm. Like that, like that, like everything. It's just like sit. It's just it's up, but it's not too up. It's not bump it up. It's just like no. it's just there. It's, it's just a, there. it's a natural beehive. Yeah, with feathers in it. And I mean, come yes. on. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Oh, no. If if anyone listening has not seen this, which I cannot imagine that that is the case, but you know, now I've learned from Michael that it might be the case. Okay. If, if you haven't seen it, it's okay. You just got to give yourself the opportunity to enjoy things for once in your life. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But if you haven't seen it, if you're not planning to see it, you at the very least have to Google what Eileen Brennan looks like in this movie because this costume is incredible. Oh, you nailed, you nailed it, Johnny. You nailed it. <laughs> it's truly fan- every part of it. Every part of it's right. Oh, it's perfect. So we love the costume. What is it about like her performance that you like? Because I 
was really digging so much of her little business that she does. Oh, she does so many little things. She, she oh, plays so with that bits. cigarette like a champ. <laughs> so many bits. And like, this is, I, I also have been thinking a lot about this. Like, I do think that ultimately, like, a, a, a relationship survives if both partners are willing to do the bit like you know yes. like it's like mm-hmm. it's like the bit has to be done like you know there's a there's a bit starter and a bit ender in every relationship <laughs> but like they have yeah. to be on the same page i'm like the, i feel like if eileen brennan and i were in a room right now that we would be able to do bits for days like mm. she is like she is giving the and, and her performance is it's like it's so daffy until it becomes like specific and like a little yes. <laughs> and, like you're like and you're like and you're like oh like Oh, it's it's just that it's that power reversal thing. I mean, like, sign me up. Oh, yeah. And the way she commits, like, even to, like, mm-hmm. the dumbest gags. Like, I love the bit where she asks where the restroom is and the maid is like, uh, oui, oui, madame. And she goes, no, I just need to powder my nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, throws it off and then, like, like, saunters out of the room. Oh, she's fantastic. Also, she was coming, like, recently out of rehab in this movie. And I'm like, this... <laughs> that's cursed (laughs) i I know she apparently had like a pill addiction after she was like in a car wreck and i'm like this movie is like athletic they are running around they are falling on the floor i was like this woman is a tank Ugh. Like true. I mean, she's truly like you know splayed out on the ground no fewer than three times, right? Yeah. I mean, like it feels like it's always. It feels like oh she's always just like oh gosh. Oh, that fabulous gag where she's like fainting, and Tim Curry says like "I'll oh, catch uh, you," and then she falls through his arms God. onto the ground. <laughs> oh, she. Oh my God, what a fucking champ! So I, I obviously know your boyfriend Joe. Yes. Who in your relationship is the bit starter and who's the bit ender? Oh, I am definitely the bit starter. <laughs> I thought so. I am absolutely <laughs> you know, Joe will start a bit though. Mm-hmm. Um but Joe is Joe 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 elevates bits, you know. Yes. I will start with a very basic very interesting. Bit, and he will it's not that he ends them by being like the bit is over, he'll end them <laughs> by being like this is simply the best version of the bit. Yes. We have a bit, we have a bit where we're old witches um who are extracting <laughs> things from children. Um and like mine was just like, oh like hello my pretties. Like and he was like, I will take whatever you want if you have three dollars. <laughs> he'll do <laughs> He's like, it's like, it's like, of course, like this, like, you know, like this old witch, like just simply needs like bus fare, you know? Um, So, so yeah. So, so, you know, it's like, it's a bit of a, it's, it's a different energy bit, but I would say that usually I'm the one starting a bit. Oh God. Joe is such a dream. And Joe is like the platonic ideal of like a straight man. Like, oh yeah. Which is because he's not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, in one sense he is, in one sense. <laughs> but uh, not in others. <laughs> but he is. Oh my god, seeing you guys like bounce off each other, like Joe is just like so grounded and is like, "Yep, yes, and." <laughs> yeah. Oh right, it's right. so great. Oh, oh my god, I love it so much. So <laughs> we've addressed multiple times that you are not a straight man. Yes, and this is true. So obviously, Eileen Brennan is not your typical type. What would you yes. say would be? Oh gosh. Oh, you know, I was okay. So I, I, I'd like to think that I don't have a typical type, but Ooh. I was listening to a podcast recently, and I don't remember which one. And they were like, "You have to say what your um the the type that you're ashamed of is." Like, oh, like, yeah, I love that the, question. The type, the type that like you like hate that you would like. It's like it's like um it's like either you either that that type 
hates you, but you still <laughs> hook up with them, or that you hate that type and like you, or you don't respect them or something, but like you. Oh. Still. And unfortunately, I have come to the conclusion that for me, it is like five, ten like mm. balding white like balding blonde but like mm. balding not like all gone just like you're like in three years it'll go like mm. horseshoe um, balding yeah yeah like no, like not, even, not even top. horseshoe yeah not even horseshoe, balding horseshoe yet. Okay. just like oh just like you you know how like sometimes you see like a blonde white man and you're like oh mm. like it's gonna it's yeah, going it's when going, the light yeah. hits right and you're like oof yeah, yeah. um yeah. more between like five ten and like six one and they smirk like you know, like it's like it's like they're like you know, like they're like they're like they look like they played like I don't know, like soccer or ran cross country or something, mm. and they just smirk a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I I do hate that. I hate it so much. So um, usually, you know, I think it's important to be, you know, uh, to be to be uh, omnivorous mm-hmm. in, in your crushes. Yeah, I think that crush om- omnivorousness is like one of, is a is next to godliness, really. Yes, oh, listen, that is so. like the central tenet of this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I think that you might have been at my Zoom birthday party and like oh, absolutely in, yes, in the was. depths of the pandemic. <laughs> when were you there when we asked the question? Um, who is the worst person you would have sex with? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! We did have. I a think I must have said Paul there. Ryan. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, like, okay. Here's the thing: is that, like, I'm not, I, I would not, I would not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that, like, those of us who are around for 2011 culture, like, we were, like, we were being manipulated into <laughs> having sex with Paul Ryan. Like, it was not our choice to yeah. like want that, but like, they were like, they were like look he's 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 cute right like oh he's kind of doing it and we were right. and like everyone had to have a moment we had to take a moment to be like is he is oh that what's God. happening and i do think ultimately <laughs> the answer is no but i understand why somebody would say that unfortunately i totally get it and i think it was a really brave admission and so i like deeply oh, yeah. respect the person who shared it Bra- deep bravery deep bravery, D- deep bravery. couldn't but- be me could not be me. <laughs> yeah God. But I I like this question, like, because I mean that's very specific, I and mean, like it's very revealing, like you know what kind of bad person you would fuck. But like I like that question that you were answering more of, like, yeah, you're like not typical type or like a type that you would, wouldn't shouldn't like, but you do. Like I like that that's a broader that that's a category, not a person. What about Michael? Do you have your <laughs> type that you that you are into against your better judgment? Oh my God, I feel like this is a part of my brain that I put in a dark, dark box um, <laughs> beneath uh, all of all my Marvel movies. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But if I were to really think about it, <laughs> this is my type that I'd, I'd be... At, say, what is the phraseology again? It's like, it's it's somebody that either you don't respect or doesn't respect you but you would still absolutely <laughs> okay do it thank you for repeating that because i respect everyone uh Aww. number one um <laughs> but because of that there are people that very clearly do not um yeah they just do not respect me at all i, I walk up to them and they're like oh, okay um <laughs> this is a little guy um but I would have to say uh, there was a period of time uh, where I was dating a lot of people who were like uh, very type A mm. and uh, very uh, it, in the finance media world, 
the dark industries as <laughs> I know them. Um, yeah, that type of person in general ter- mm-hmm. scares the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so we, Lydia Tar. You're saying you're saying Lydia Tar. I mean, so I'm saying Lydia saying Tar. Tar. <laughs> Honestly, probably that's probably why I'm attracted to many Kate uh, Planchette characters. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It's like it fully makes sense. Like oh, this yeah. is not a person that I would be very comfortable with uh, dating, but I would also uh, date them pretty consistently and be like, oh, I, I endured that. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm pretty tough. <laughs> On to date number four. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, this is why I don't fuck around on the internet anymore. <laughs> the internet is bad. It's evil. The internet's terrifying. Oh yeah. my gosh. I've like really gotten back into the dating apps and I don't like it. Ooh. Oh it's god. Not good. Well, what is your what is your answer to the the question? <sighs> I got two. One is I got scooped. It was going to be Lydia Tar. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> mean, powerful, older lesbian. I just yes, I yes. can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm no, helpless. No. no, it is it is one of the best types. Unfortunately, oh, unfortunately, <laughs> hate it, hate type. it. One of the best, like absolutely, immediately could just like, take. Oh. Just just tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Like ruin my life. Yes. Oh my! And I've seen so many people on Twitter, like of course it's fucking Gen Z, being like, I don't understand why people are romanticizing Lydia Tar. It's like because she's hot we know yeah. she's bad but she's still hot <laughs> grow up <laughs> so definitely a lydia tar or there's like a very specific archetype i have in mind of like again older older man bit of a belly big beard probably wears a gold chain and doesn't respect women mm. but it wears too much cologne and i'm like oof all right, Can buddy. I ask one clarifying question about this? <laughs> yes. Is this the uh, college professor version of this person or the like trucker version of this person? Not trucker. I would say I saw <laughs> when I was living in uh, Turkey for a little bit, I saw a lot of these kind of guys. Like, <laughs> just like a guy, like maybe he would be like, you know, selling tea. Maybe yes, he'd be yes, like a, yes. or a business or a businessman, but just a guy mm-hmm. like his shirts unbuttoned pretty low. He's got mm-hmm. a chain. He's got the belly. He's got the chest hair. And I was like, this is the most beautiful man I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't, this man does not like me and I am in love with him. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he hates my tattoos and my nose ring, but I, oof, <laughs> I will take them out. I will get them lasered off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oof, don't love it. Don't love that about myself, but there we are. <laughs> It's it's good to know these things. It's good to just like see them and be like, ah, oh, yes. I agree. Yeah, it's important to know yourself. <laughs> well, now I'm, I'm so curious about the flip side of mm-hmm. of of this for both of y'all. Like, mm. uh, I don't know what the flip side of it is yeah, I was exactly. Say, like that we don't respect, or like <laughs> I guess, uh, like or who's some, like a very well, healthy type so person? Healthy, yes, yes. What is like a very healthy type that you're like, damn, I'm glad, I'm glad I figured this shit out. I'm glad I know that this is the thing that I like mm. about people. Um, Ooh, that's good. You know, maybe, oh. maybe, maybe it could be good. Could be Johnny, good. You're in a long-term, <laughs> solid, healthy relationship. Maybe you should answer that instead <laughs> of me. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah, let's go with couples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah cu- you know couples they just always seem so stable mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
that's what that's what my you know that's what my my ideal love connection is couples. <laughs> couples. Oh sure, yeah. oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no no nothing to add to this because if I knew this, I would be in a couple. <laughs> uh. I am the single one in this podcast, so <laughs> sadly, <laughs> I got to tap out here. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, do you remember? Okay, so we get a little sense of your your types, your or your lack of types. But do you remember like your first movie crush? Like, what was like mm-hmm. when you were a kid? You were like, whoa! Can I do? Can I do TV? Because I definitely have it for TV. Let's talk about TV. Okay. Okay. So, because I I look I I snuck just, peek behind the curtain, you get it, you get a sense of what the questions might be if you do if you do your research. <laughs> yeah. so, um, I love it when people read the outline. Yeah, read the outline <laughs> and listen to the podcast. Listen yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> um, but so I um I thought about this because I was like oh because I think of my um, teen years um, excuse me both my teen years and my like elementary years as being like actively trying to not be horny like i think of them as being like (laughs) really actively like no 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 like not not a horn here like you can't can't find one um but and so i was like what would it be because like i probably would have like absolutely buried whatever it was and and then and i was like i mean like sure there are like very boring ones where you're like Mm. oh like you know like this is what we talked about the playground and i and then it hit me so there was a uh in like 1999 2000 2001 around there yes there was i don't know if either of you watched this show um mm. there was a, an animated show called reboot yeah um no. and so reboot was it's like i think it was canadian weirdly yeah. um Hot. and it was like this like pretty dark like animated series about like this about this like uh this a uh, guy who is a computer program and he's trying to like stop this uh, computer city from being destroyed by viruses. But, um, and, and the, the show ends because basically like the viruses win and like they're on some mainframe that's going to like get shut down. And so like everything gets destroyed. Truly one of the darkest shows. But um, so in the first season, they have a, there's like, it's this guy and his little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and like his little brother is like super cute, like adorable, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then this guy gets stuck in some program. And when he comes back, mm-hmm. the little brother has aged like 15 years uh-huh. and has a beard oh, and like an eye patch. Enzo. So his, his brother's name is Enzo. I love an eye patch. Um, mm-hmm. And so, um, and it is one uh like I remember seeing that and being Enzo Matrix, um, and being like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" Um, hold on, let me just. Oh yeah, okay. Um, here we go. Here we go. Um, it's yeah. So like, he doesn't have an eye patch. Like he's just like missing an eye. The first season, he is this like a cutie, you know, like little guy, and you're like, oh. Yeah. The second season, he has like a gun and is. <laughs> Like one of the hot, they're all. He's green. He's wow. green. He like, like I'm looking at him now. He is hair. He is. He kind of looks like a the gun. weekend a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, and I was just like, oh, this is this is it. Like this is, and then you know, and the, and oh, then buried down, buried down, buried down. But like, I just distinctly remember being like, I wasn't supposed to be horny here. Like, how did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be That's here. So um, and then being like, true, truly shocked by that. Oh, so that is I what know. I would probably say. I love this. I this yeah, we are looking really at good. a picture now. Oh my god, this is a deeply disturbing animation style, and yet this 
Yo. character is still so hot. So oh I'm, I'm, this has taken me back in my mind to, I, I didn't watch Reboot, but I was familiar with it. But this animation style reminds me of Beast Wars, uh, which is. Mm. Also I watched sh- all of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Beast Wars got me horny, and I'm pretty sure it was mm-hmm. Cheetor. Cheetor was you, the one. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they were all hot, but like I feel like Cheetor was very hot. Cheetor, I I got the I made sure I got the toy for Christmas. Um, right. I, was, I was like, I want the big one and the little one. Um, <laughs> oh I'm look- my god! Oh man! Sp- <laughs> wow! I'm learning a lot about myself on this episode. This is amazing. <laughs> it is so crazy how these like animated shows that you see in those like early years like imprint on you like. It's these um, sexy cats. Oh my sexy god! Sexy cats. Oh, yeah. oh. oh man! I mean, look, Pokemon has been making money from sexy cats for decades. True. Oh, true. true. Oh, but I mean, Pokemon. Really... That was all about the sexy twins, right? Oh, sexy yeah. well, evil twins. Oh, oh yes, yes. Oh, yeah, Jesse Rocket. and James is Team also Rocket. really. Yeah, yeah. Team Team Rocket, Rocket, that's one. right. They're sexy there as fuck. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I do think I like yeah. was really horny for like lots of twins <laughs> like i was really horny for the twin cats in cats because i had the vhs <laughs> oh they're but they are so physical oh they're, they're so physical i'm like why did i why did i as a child want it makes sense all these siblings it makes sense <laughs> yeah it's you're like well also because you're like you're discovering yourself and you're like who am True. i and you're like wouldn't it be great if somebody could just reflect me back to me yeah and I could like see what other people see about me oh, in someone else like um that. and then you because you're not thinking about like the like that is my literal like brother yeah. or something who right. is a different person than me that thought does not enter your mind you're like wouldn't it be nice if i could just like be like oh this is what i'm like like yeah you're yeah. you're just like me and like I think it was like a true bisexual you. awakening as well. I was like, ooh, mm. I like her, but also look at those buns <laughs> on that cat. <laughs> these these jellical cats are turning me into jelly, am I right? <laughs> 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 I think that they got rid of the the sexy twins in the cats uh movie, the proper movie. They, well, they got rid of lots of things. <laughs> they got oh. they got uh, God. They got rid of some of my favorite numbers. Um <laughs> yeah. but Michael was uh Formerly in cats, so I was a, for, a former well. cat. Former a former cat. I'm a I'm a former community theater cat. Um, oh, which cat? Which cat? I was the Rum Tum Tugger, the Curious Cat. Oh wow! Oh, come on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Those are my. It's a very forward role. That's a very forward role. Very. Oh, Daddy, we will be sending ooh, you the video. Very yeah, forward yeah. Ro- role for a very introverted person. Um, <laughs> you pulled it off. No one would guess. You were a horny little cat. It was the makeup. Um, oh, yeah. And it was me being deep in uh, my method, which was uh, I watched a lot of YouTubes of uh, Dennis Rodman. And that was where I, I, I created someone else. I love it. Um, Dennis Rodman of that era was essentially a horny cat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. We, do, the, do the kids have a Dennis Rodman now? I just, no. like, Dennis Rodman was so iconic in, like, breaking oh, yeah. down just, like, I mean, like, I mean, Dennis Rodman is, like, maybe one of the few straight queer icons, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is true. Oh, it's yeah. Really, yeah. No famous people, like, in pop culture are allowed to be horny. Yeah, I know. Everyone has everyone's so sanitized. It's terrible. Yeah, Ugh. we need to bring horniness back. We, we got gotta to bring, bring horniness, horniness back yeah. this Christmas season. We're bringing back. 
This Horniness. is a crusade. We are bringing Horny back. We're bringing Horny back to the celebrities. <laughs> Fucking Justin Timberlake said he was bringing sexy back. That means uh, sexy. Nah, it means nothing. No, He's uh, not no. sexy. He, lied, he, he, is, he can't dance. He also can't he dance. God can't damn it. dance. I hate no, him. This is a real question. Was Nelly Furtado the last horny famous singer? Yes. <gasps> Ooh. Yes. I, I'm trying to think of who was like who was like reliably just like no 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 I'm horny and yeah. like and like pop culture famous. Yeah. I mean I guess like I guess you've got like a cupcake. Yeah. But like cupcake is also like comedy. Like it's like yes. it's like it's like horniness as like as humor and commentary. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, because like what like like pop sensation can you imagine like having Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny's the only one. Bad Bunny. Oh, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny is Bad so Bunny. horny. You're Bad right. Bunny. You're oh, totally right. Bad yes, yes, yes. Lil Nas. Yeah. Lil Nas X. Lil Nas, Lil Nas X. X is also horny. All but I think girls, Lil Nas X is also are. like it's horny in like that way where it's like it's like yeah I'm horny ha 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 like it's like yeah, it's like both horny. like in and out of the joke yeah yeah he's Gen Z horny unfortunately yeah yeah but Bad Bunny is just straight horny. Straight, yeah. straight up horny, yeah. Straight up horny. <laughs> yeah. Now, Johnny, we have gone far astray of Eileen Brennan, but <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have a question. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I want to make a case. Mm-hmm. Um, Carly Rae Jepsen, I think, is horny. I think oh, Carly yeah. Rae Jepsen she's is horny. She's yeah. horny. Like yes. I listen to her pop songs, and I'm like, this woman is 33. Um, she's thirty-seven she, now. She's, she's thirty-seven. Oh wow, she looks. Oh my god, even better. And that's why she's horny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Woman and she not is a, a girl. She is a woman. So uh, this is. I have a real. Woman. I have a real because I'm a big. I'm a big Jep Jepsonator. I'm also a Jepsonator. Them. I'm. I'm hep on uh, Jep. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and um and so uh when we received all of the albums that we received on mm-hmm. um, my birthday October twenty second uh or the day before my birthday the twenty first I think it was, uh. we got these albums um mm-hmm. and uh it's it does seem although Carly you know like deserved to win all of it that um, yeah. perhaps you know taylor mm-hmm. did win the battle mm-hmm. and it does seem unfortunately that megan trainer is winning the war because we will Ugh, be hearing leave a town song for the rest of time but um i was uh, I, I listened to loneliest time and midnight uh back to back um ooh. which is a very interesting experience and i think that mm. my because both of them are about um are about like like about like wanting um but mm. like but like taylor's wanting is about like attaining and having and like capturing yeah. and uh, and the reason that i think that carly Rae jepsen is horny is because all of her work is about longing she's yes. always like yeah. she's she's longing she's reaching for the she's always she's fucking re- reaching she's reaching for the mm. and it's the it's the feeling of reaching that she finds satisfying yeah. so like even in call me maybe like it's not actually about like attaining this person it's about yeah. like the feeling of like reaching for them that's hot you know Ugh. that's the part that's hot and like i i feel like the older that you get the more that you realize that like it's not mm. actually like the getting of the person that's like oh, sexy God. it's like it's the sense it's the sensuality of being yes. like oh but like what if like the moments before, like that yeah. is the you know like you know it's like you know and then and then you have to find ways to bring that into your relationship mm. or what have you because if it just becomes like i want then it's mm-hmm. just like oh well i got but if it's like oh like i long for like oh like yeah. what if we you know like ooh, Oof. like what about oh. this what about you know that is what makes it like actually sexy okay this is why she's so, a gay icon uh, she understands absolutely, longing absolutely absolutely this oh god I love this conversation so much because I'm a big <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen fan. Um, I love Emotion. That's like probably one of my favorite oh, top five tops. Tops. albums. Um, tops of the pops. Uh, tops of the pops, indeed. Um, I remember 
the first time I heard the song All That, um, mm-hmm. which is, mm-hmm. you know, produced by Dev Hine. So, like, mm-hmm. it's sexy. Yes. Um, but, oh, my God, the lyrics, totally, totally there with the longing. Mm-hmm. Um, God, show me if you want me, if I'm all that. I will be that. I will be your friend. Show me if you want. It's, oh, God, you got to listen okay. to the whole song. It's so good. Oh. Uh. Also, uh, we will get back to movies, but before we do, I always, if Megan Trainer comes up, I know she only came up briefly, but I always have to remind people of she and her husband shit at the same time. <laughs> what? Yes, yes, yes. No. Yes, next to each other, next to each other. They have side by side toilets so they can shit at the same side time. Side by side toilets. Yeah, so the next time that you're like, I can have my Louis Vuitton, just remember that that Louis Vuitton has been in a room where two people sat next to each other, and you know you know how airflow works. I'm <laughs> hoping. Just, just, what? Just to say that yeah whoa they do do next to each other you right. heard it here listeners right. absolutely kill if you thought if you were getting horny to some megan trainer <laughs> shit uh, uh stop because it's over now baby it's they do do next to each other okay yeah. think about that think about your Every crush that song comes on yeah. it's uh, all i can think about oh and no they want, and they want people to know it's not like this was like something that like was like extracted they said you it know on it's the not like Fire's a... podcast yeah like, unprompted why yeah, they didn't need why? to they didn't need to say it god oh god <laughs> i Look. mean like i'm not you know i i i'm not one of those straight people who goes around saying straightness is a disease gay people <laughs> that goes around saying straightness is a disease all the time i do say but... it most of the time i definitely say it in this situation yeah. in this in that moment like it's like that is clearly like the disease of straightness that says that like oh like we have to be like so close to each other oh, like that's the only way that like our straight straight relationship is going to be viable <laughs> is if we're like just like right up on each other we meld into uh, the same person and uh, it's like no like or you could just like have hobbies and friends. Like you don't have to shit next to each other. You just have to talk. You, like, do a you literally together, just like... have to talk to each other. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, just have to be No. No more. So, Although Bobby, this does... tell us about your other crushes. <laughs> Strangely, this does have a lot in common, I think, with going back to Clue, the idea of white people's murderers, which white I think... White people's murderers. Oh, white people as co-shitters. Co-shitters. <laughs> as, as, emo- as emotional and, uh, in the case of the movie Clue, physical murderers. Uh, my other crushes... Well, they're Okay, so the first one, that the other one that I had brought up um, mm. initially was Jonathan Price in we specifically love. in the two popes <laughs> and specifically because of the yes. interplay between the two popes and how that's yeah Anthony Hopkins is like the least sexy pope and then you put <laughs> Jonathan Price next to him and you're like oh but this pope this pope is sexy as fuck this yeah pope, this you pope love. Is, <laughs> Jonathan yeah. Price is a sexy pope <laughs> he's like smiling the whole time and you're like oh, oh yeah, yeah. you're so <laughs> You're so nice. And then you get the backstory and you're like, that's fucked up. Like you, you still have grace within you. Like, oh, wow. I love that choice so much. Cause also I know it's problematic. I, you know, I don't endorse him being in Miss Saigon, no. but I will say it had a profound effect on me seeing that video of him humping the car. in Miss Saigon. <laughs> <laughs> he does slam his dick on the roof of a car in his Tony performance from Miss Saigon. And it, really did a number on me when i saw it when i was younger which actually that is what lydia tar won her tony for is uh, is she created the soundscape that was jonathan price slapping his dick on the (laughs) she created she created that noise she uh she got into logic and she just like she just like beep boop beep boop 
um, oh and did that. I, oh, I always wonder, was he wearing a cup? What was he doing? <laughs> was he just like, you know, catching on his thigh so his dick didn't totally hit the car? <laughs> How did he pull it off? And that's the magic of acting. So I, I have to applaud you oh, for choosing Jonathan Price. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So we got Eileen Brennan, Jonathan Price. Are there any others like, so we know your, you know, childhood <laughs> crushes, but are there any others like as an adult that have like stood out to you as like, whoa, that's exactly what I'm into? Oh my gosh. You know, I mean, I mean like, well, I mean, we could go down the tar route because I did just <laughs> sure. historic. So the only thing that I could talk about before we started recording was that I just saw tar and that it did change my life. Yeah. Um, but I do think ultimately that basically every single person in that movie is extraordinarily hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would dare say that the Russian cellist in that movie um, is one of the most I mean like the the way that she absolutely does not care about the power structure yes. that's around her and still somehow manages to absolutely use it for her own gain with mm-hmm. this person who is like an actual predator who thinks that she has the like upper hand on her and then absolutely does not like <laughs> that is hot behavior to be like to be like I see the system like I like understand that I'm in the system whether I want to be or not but I absolutely have I have absolute disregard for the system and yes. like to and like that will help me get where I need to go like I think that mm-hmm. that is super hot behavior to have disregard for bad systems like oh, that is hot absolutely. behavior oh my god yeah and also just like that sort of like slavic confidence like oh when mm-hmm. she's like i watch it on youtube i was like oh, yes oh. <laughs> oh that was like that was oh that was a, a genius moment so good oh well we love this oh my god well we're getting close to running out of time but we do have a little game before oh we go gosh. oh very fun very fun. Uh, very fun. So I didn't come up with a name for this game. I usually I usually try to come up with a fun name. Uh, it, uh, I'll, I'll give it says, you a clue. It says Shelly game in the... Shelly game. That's why don't it. we call this the Shelly game? It's Shelly game. <laughs> All right. So this is a little trivia game. And, okay, I'm going to give you a clue phrased like the answer to the board game clue. Uh, but you will need to take this clue and tell me who involved in the film, it could be cast or crew, the clue is referring to. And you're going to buzz in by saying your name, and I'll call on you, all right? Oh, God, okay. Okay, oh, I'm gonna so get ready, get lose. ready. I'm going to oh. lose. I've never played Clue before, also. Um... It has nothing to do with Clue. You all right. Just like, so in, you know, in the game Clue, if you think you know who the murderer was, you'll say, like, it was Miss Scarlet in the drawing room with the candlestick. Okay. Or so it's fra- the questions are phrased like that. It's very okay. dumb, Johnny. Our games are dumb. So Great. here we go. I'm, our games I'm, are smart. I think our games, they're smart, but they're dumb. Bad. And they're dumb, yes. but they're smart. Yes, yes, you yes, know? yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. All right. Question number one. Okay. This uh, member of the Clue team produced a movie about murders in Haddonfield with a knife. It could be cast or crew. Well, uh, um, well, uh, <laughs> is this is this Christopher Lloyd? No, no. produced a movie. Produced a in movie. Haddonfield with a knife. Uh, I'm gonna guess. Uh, uh, Michael. Uh, John Peters. No, come on. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. 
It's oh. producer Deborah Hill, who oh. also produced Halloween, which takes place in. Uh, uh, right, right, right. Oh my God. Hey, come on. Uh, okay, 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 okay. okay. I wasn't fully thinking. Yeah, we're gonna bring it back. We're bringing it back. Just yeah. first. Mm, yeah. mm. Mm, All right. Yeah, stretch, stretch. It's okay. Shake it it's out. okay. I, I right. see what's being. I see how the game is being played. Now we understand. Now we understand. Now, my, yeah. strategy, okay. my strategy is locked up, ready to go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna give the person's name, <laughs> cast or a crew. All right. Cast Here, or go. crew. Okay. Cast or crew. Okay. Cast or crew. Okay. Cast or crew. Pull up the crew. <laughs> pull up the cr- at the bottom pull of the script. <laughs> <laughs> At the bottom of the script is all the names of the cast. I don't have this, yeah. the crew. So right. yeah, we're gonna be, I guess gonna I be... was the only one who saw produced by Deborah Hill and got excited. Excuse me. I guess some people don't respect women. Question number two. We've been found out. <laughs> I gotta hop back in. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay, question number two. Okay. (laughs) This this member of the cast or crew made his film debut in a psych ward with a pint-sized former podcast crush and Angelica Houston's ex-boyfriend. Oh, ding, ding. This is Christopher Lloyd, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Christopher Lloyd. It's Christopher Lloyd. You didn't ding, but I'll give it to you, Dan. Give it, give it, give it. Oh, oh, I ding. I'm supposed to ding. Oh, my God. We have ding. You're supposed to say names, and then Michael dinged, and then you just went. Oh, I just went for it. Sorry. This is absolute chaos. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to ding. Just answer. Just answer. It doesn't matter. I'll ding. I'll ding in the future. I'll ding, ding, ding. I think it's important to maintain some integrity. Gosh. We take this very seriously. I would, I would give the point up, but I truly don't believe I'm getting another one. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yours, I'm so sorry. I won't sorry. let you give it away. I won't let you give it away. Okay. Number three. <laughs> this member of the cast or crew acted in an original Broadway cast in the Broadhurst Theater with Ian McKellen. Uh, Ian McKellen? I'm, Ian I'm, McKellen. I mean, ding. Uh, ding, Michael. Uh, uh, t- uh, Tim, Tim, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. That's Tim correct. Curry. Uh, Tim Curry uh, was oh. in the original Broadway yeah. cast of Amadeus with Ian McKellen. Oh, excited! Oh, oh my God. Theater. You're that's right. Oh, good ass guy. Yeah, we got some theater nerds in this cast, baby. All right, uh, number four. I hope the answer to one of these is Michael McKean, because I love that motherfucker. <laughs> He's so good. His cute little glasses. His cute on. little glasses. Oh, oh, the glasses. That yeah. cute little butt. You know oh. I need those. Oh, God. Love him. Love him. I also love the like scope of their crimes. There's like murder. There's like being gay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gay Me, and I work in government. I'm gay. That's why I'm here. What about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love it. We love the 50s. Mm. <laughs> Question number four. This member of the cast or crew. And this one's a trick question, just just let you know. Oh, Not a trick no. question. There are multiple answer. Or there could be multiple answers. Ooh, just multiple answers. Okay, anyway. This member of the cast or crew acted in a notorious bomb of a movie musical with a classic director who wears a dumb little ascot. I think that this I think that this is Madeline Kahn. I can't prove it, but ding, I do ding, think ding, that ding, this ding, 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 
Eileen Brennan because they were both in the uh, Bogdanovich movie At Long Last Love, his notorious flop of a musical. Wow. Good job, John. Wow. I'm very uh, proud of you. <laughs> let musicals flop again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need more bad musicals. <laughs> we need more flop musicals. All right. Number five, and this is the last one. So if we have a tie, um, then it's just going to stay a tie because I don't have any more questions. <laughs> I think that's, that's good and fair. Good. Yeah. Great. <laughs> okay. This huge piece of shit wouldn't stop calling Orson Welles while he was being in dicted for manslaughter with a helicopter <laughs> oh uh ding 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 is this Jen, is this our boy john john landis <laughs> oh boy for john landis yes tie tie hi, beautiful job so that my instinct was to, to, to laugh instead <laughs> it was actually not to answer the question <laughs> Oh, you both did a beautiful job. That was wonderful. (laughs) Well, thank you for playing the Give Me a Clue quiz or Shelly game. (laughs) Oh, what a great. I love the Give Me a Clue game. That's, yeah. Yeah, That's pretty good, (laughs) right? Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I I came up with that once we were done. (laughs) That's fun. Oh, well, Johnny, this was such a fucking blast. Oh, my God. We had so much fun. Now, where can people follow you and what would you like to plug? I have nothing. Actually, the thing I can plug, I should plug my place of work because we're doing yes. our annual campaign to raise money because it's a nonprofit. Um, so I work at The Tank, uh, which uh, gives free space to artists in New York City. It's awesome. You can find mm-hmm. us at thetanknyc.org. Um, and then you can you can give us money <laughs> at thetankmyc.org <laughs> too. Please give us money. Um, and then uh, you can find me personally at Lloydstagram. Get it? So Lloyd <laughs> is my last name. Stagram like Instagram. Um, uh, get it? Because it's a joke. Um, that is my handle on Instagram. So that is probably where you can find me. Um, or you can, or you can call my mom and ask her where I am and then she'll call me and, and, and then you'll know where I am. We love it. We love it. And can people buy your play script? No, not yet, but hopefully <laughs> soon. <laughs> if you want to Venmo me, if you want to Venmo me, $15 and I send you a play script. My Venmo handle is Johnny Dash Lloyd because I'm an early adopter. Listen, what a, that's a steal. Come on, people. I'll it's Venmo, a steal. Money. Venmo me $15. <laughs> I'll send then you, you gotta an email. Check those prices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, guys. Seriously, if you haven't been to the tank, go to the tank. It's a great theater. If you can support them, do support them. It's like, listen, we don't have many affordable places where, you know, artists can actually work out their work in the city. So please, please, please support the tank. They're really necessary and they're wonderful. Um, yeah. So if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at everyone is hot pod. That's every one as a numeral one, not O-N-E. Everyone is hot pod. And Michael, what else can they do? Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcast, please give us five stars. Please. Please give us five stars, not like four or anything like that. Because that's, we deserve more. We deserve more, <laughs> damn it. More, <laughs> God. We uh, really appreciate it. And we, most important of all, stay horny. Horny.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.